Support for this podcast comes from Health IQ. Like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, health conscious people like runners, cyclists, vegetarians, and yes, even yogis can save up to 33% on their life insurance. Learn more and get a free quote at healthiq.com slash Nathan Yoga or mention the promo code Nathan Yoga when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Health IQ, celebrating the health conscious. Welcome to Vinyasa Yoga with Nathan Johnson. Please practice barefoot on a non-skid yoga mat and remember to take child's pose whenever you need a break. To find out more about Nathan or to make a donation towards this and future podcasts, visit his website at nathanyoga.com. Enjoy your practice. So coming to the front of your mat, bring your feet about hips width distance apart, micro bend your knees and then go ahead and come forward into a forward fold, bending your knees slightly and just allowing your head and your neck to dangle down. And keep your knees bent uh, for the few, first few five to 10 breaths, just to sort of first establish the foundation of your breath, even in this short stretching sequence you want some deep, good, fluid breaths as you move through each of these um, deep stretches that we're going to be doing the next 20, 20 minutes or so. Perhaps... Clasping opposite elbows, opposite biceps, and to your own degree, lengthening, straightening your knees, and finding that nice, good hamstring stretch there, and just breathing here for a few moments. Placing your hands down to the ground, bending your knees so your chest almost comes in contact with your thighs and starting at your tailbone, vertebra by vertebra, rolling up your spine really slowly on a deep, full inhale. Good. Bring your hands to your hips. Look down at your feet. Imagine your feet are on a railroad track, so you're going to step your left foot directly back, keeping that that width between your feet. So you're gonna step your foot back about three feet, not all the way back. <clears throat> so both feet are facing forward, all 10 toes are facing forward. Your feet are about hips width distance apart. Both legs are straight. We're gonna come into pyramid pose, Parjvottanasana. So keeping your hands at your hips, go ahead and bow forward with a flat back, keeping a micro bend in your front knee. And then you can release your hands down to blocks on either side of your foot. I actually don't have blocks right now, so I'm just sort of supporting myself up with my front leg. I'm keeping my hands on my front shin bone here to support me up. And then very slowly, I'll walk myself down. And you might not get all the way down. That's okay. You want to find a nice, good stretch here in your right hamstring. 
And make sure you're keeping your hips squared off. So you want to draw your right hip back, left hip forward. So you're squaring them off to the front of your mat. And then maybe, if you can, bring your finger pads down onto the mat on either side of your front foot. Maybe coming up onto your ridge tops. Maybe your hands are all the way down the ground. I'm on my fingertips right now, and I'm feeling a pretty good stretch right here in my right hamstring. And again, of course, don't forget to breathe. Breathe nice, good, deep, full breaths into this stretch. Now listen closely to this next pose we're going to do. This is not a really a traditional yoga pose, but what you're going to do is look back at your back foot, and I want you to spin to the outside edge, yes, to the knife edge of your back foot. So your front foot stays right where it is. You're spinning to the outside edge of your back foot, and then you're going to walk your torso over to the right over, over a bit. Sort of so you're leaning over the outside of your right leg, you're on the edge, the pinky toe side of your back foot, and you should feel a pretty good IT band stretch here. IT band, really important muscle area to stretch. Actually, it's not a muscle, but it's a good, <laughs> it's a, it's a really important area to stretch here, especially for runners. This, the IT band uh, tends to get uh, pretty tight for us, so really important that you stretch out that area, that you don't neglect it. So a couple deep breaths here, and of course, the more you bow forward, the more you move your torso to the right, the deeper the stretch, of course. Just find that sweet spot for you where you can still maintain nice, good, deep, fluid breaths, but you're feeling something at the same time. And also press down through the big toe of your, the big toe mound of your front foot. That will actually help them to, to deepen the stretch a little bit as well. Good. And then walking yourself back through center, coming back onto your back foot, bringing both hands to your hips, and inhale, coming up all the way to standing and stepping your left foot to meet your right foot here. And you should feel quite a difference between both legs. So let's now work on the left leg. So again, imagining that railroad track that both of your feet are on. So you're going to step your right foot directly back so it's not going to cross over the center line there. You're going to maintain that hips width distance apart between both feet. All ten toes are still facing forward. Your feet are about three to four feet apart. <laughs> and then you're going to square your hips off by drawing your left hip back, right hip forward first. Breathing, drawing your navel in, micro-bending your front knee, and then very slowly bowing forward, first with a flat back into Parjvottanasana, pyramid pose. Keep that keep those hips nice and squared off. You can stay here. You can bring your hands to your front thigh or you can walk them down to your chin. Or if you have blocks handy, you can bring your hands onto either side of your front leg supported by blocks. Find that place where you're finding that nice, good, deep stretch in your left hamstring. Yeah, maybe walking your hands eventually all the way down to your mat. Maybe not. You might not be flexible enough, and that's okay. The idea here is to feel something sensation, to stretch the muscle that you've obviously just worked pretty hard in your run. And uh, really, really important, especially after a run, to stretch those muscles out 
It will prevent them from tightening later on in the day. I've done that. I've, I've neglected stretching after a run and I can just feel my muscles just getting tight and tight and tight. And it just, it, things feel off. If I don't do at least some sort of a stretching sequence after I've done a run. Now for shorter runs, I usually just go out and run. I don't really do any sort of stretching before a shorter run. When I do longer runs, maybe of eight or 10 miles or more, um, I will do some dynamic stretching. Um, of course, I can't explain verbally what that is over the podcast, but you can look that up online. Um, uh, dynamic stretches are, you know, not static stretches. And so you're sort of, um, you know, doing like leg swings and things like that. Those are really good to do before you start a run. And I think these sort of static stretches are great after a run. Good. So we're going to spin to the outside edge of your back foot. Again, going for that IT band stretch on your left leg. And again, to your own degree, you're going to walk your torso over towards the left, bowing over your left leg. You should feel that pretty intensely there in your iliotibial band. And breathe. Deep, full inhales and exhales. Good. Inhale, coming back through center. Very slowly, you can walk yourself up, walk your hands up your front leg, and allow your right foot to meet your left foot standing at the front of your mat. Good. So we're going to continue on. I actually, um, we're going to uh, go into a much deeper lunge now. So what I want you to do is I want you to walk your left foot all the way back to the back of your mat. You're coming into like a crescent lunge position here. So your front knee is bent deep at a 90 degree angle. You're on the tippy toes of your back foot. You're in a really good deep lunge. And then once you find a deep lunge, go ahead and drop that back knee down to the ground. We don't need to be working the muscles that much anymore. We just really want to stretch them. So now you're in a low lunge, Anjaneyasana. Your left front of your knee is on your mat. Now if you're right directly on top of the bone there, on the patella, I recommend putting a blanket underneath your knee um, just to sort of provide a little cushioning there. Um, but if you're more towards the front of your knee, if you have a nice good deep lunge going, that's not necessary at all. Um, and then bringing your hands to your front thigh, bring both hands to your front thigh and bend deep through your right knee. Really find a nice good deep bend. You should find a nice good stretch here in your groin area. Um, I know that when I go on long runs, usually of eight miles or more, I will feel it really a lot. Actually, I'll feel most of it in my groin. Um, usually towards the end of my run, that's where the area that starts to get sore first. So again, this is a great area to stretch post-run. And you can find that deeper stretch by bending even deeper through your, your front knee. It's okay if your knee goes past your ankle because it's not weight-bearing right now. And then if you want to even find even more of a stretch, you can tuck your tailbone, draw your navel in, and then using your hands, press your torso away from your thigh. You might find a little bit of a deeper groin stretch by just doing that, that motion, that action. And breathing here, deep, full inhales and exhales. Good. Exhale, releasing both hands down to your mat. So you're framing your front foot with both hands. You're going to keep your feet right where they are. Don't move your feet in this next motion. And you're going to walk your torso back, straightening your front knee. And then you're going to lift your foot up. So you're just on the heel of your front foot. 
So your foot didn't move back at all, just moved where, where it was, and then as you sort of walked your torso back and you straighten your knee, you're going to lift your foot up just coming onto the heel of your front foot. So your back hip should be right over your back knee. That's sort of, you know, by doing that motion, that that's kind of should, should be your alignment right now. So you're on the heel of your front foot. So this is half splits, Ardha Hanumanasana. For those of you who know the yoga pose, you can just come straight into that. Good. And I want you to imagine that your heel, actually draw your toes back towards your knee first. Okay. You should feel this not only in your hamstring, but also in your, um, your front calf muscle right there. And then I want you to imagine that your heel is, um, you know, on the beach. You know, I want you to, you're going to try to create a divot in the sand by drawing your heel down into the sand and back. You're going to isometrically drag it back. You should even feel that deeper stretch there. And breathing here into half splits. Of course, if you want to feel it deeper, you can draw the toes back towards your face. You can keep draw isometrically drawing that foot, that leg back. And then if you even want to go further, I'm going to stay right where I am because I feel good here. But if you want to go further, you can walk your hands forward, drawing your torso right over your front leg, going for even a deeper stretch. Again, that will deepen the hamstring stretch, which we've, we have stretched already, but it's, it, you know, could always use some more. And breathe here for a few breaths. Good. Inhale, just sort of walk yourself up a little bit. Plant that front foot back down, bending through your front knee. You're going to come back into that low lunge, Anjaneyasana. Good. Lift that back knee up. Scooch it, scooch your foot back as far back as you can, and then drop that back knee down. Now, this this next pose is not for everyone, especially if you are right on top of that knee. If you are, if you can't get your knee far back enough, and you happen to be right on top of the kneecap, the patella, um, I don't. I recommend that you don't go all the way into this pose, into the um, quadricep stretch, which is what we're going to do. But if that foot is pretty far back, you can do this. So first, bring your um, right hand to your right knee. And then bring your left hand down onto the ground, right next to your right foot. And then you're going to press through your right hand to twist your body, your torso, over towards the right. So you're in a little bit of a closed twist here. Not too deep. Good. So many of you will stay here. Some of you will stay here. Some of you who have the flexibility, you're going to bend your back knee, reach back and clasp the outside edge of your back foot with your right hand. Oh, I could feel this. This is an intense stretch in the quadricep right here. You should feel this in your left quad. Great muscle to stretch as well. It can be intense. You can be feeling a lot of things right now as you're, you're doing the stretch, but just breathe here. Good. Give me two to three breaths in this pose. Good. Inhale. Take a deep inhale in. Exhale. Release that back foot down onto the ground. Bring both hands down onto your mat, framing your front foot. And then you're going to walk your right foot over towards your left hand. We're going to set up for pigeon pose here, dropping your right knee down to the ground. Now, now the more your right knee is at a 90 degree angle, of course, the deeper the hip stretch you're going to get here. The more your foot is closer, your right foot is closer to your groin, the more it's going to relieve that stretch. So if it's a little too intense right here, you can draw your right foot towards your groin area. Otherwise, square your hips. 
So drawing your right hip back, left hip forward, and then walking yourself down onto your forearms, onto your mat, going for pyramid pose, stretching that right hip. The hips, and this is a great pose. This is actually called runner stretch, too, for a reason. This is a big stretch for runners because those hips, they take a lot of pounding and compacting and all that stuff when you're running, and so it's really good to stretch these muscles post-run. A few deep breaths here. Good. Inhale, walk yourself up, plant your foot down, and then you're going to walk your right foot back to meet your left foot. You're going to come into downward facing dog pose. Good. Look at your hands. Make sure your hands are about shoulder width apart and your hands are in line with one another. Bend your knees and then draw your chest down towards your thighs, finding length in your spine first. Imagine there's a straight line from the crown of your head all the way back towards the, your tailbone there. See if you can drop your chest down more, taking that rounding out of your spine. And bend your knees deep so you can find that, that alignment in your spine first. And then go ahead, straighten your knees, dropping your heels down towards your mat. Good. Now, uh, I recommend that you actually bend your right knee and drop your left heel down. We wanna, I want to stretch the calf a little bit here in this pose. So really drive that left heel down as you bend through your right knee. And breathe here for a few breaths. And then inhale, lifting both heels up and exhale. Let's switch sides, dropping your right heel down, bending through your left knee, stretching your right calf muscle. Good. Let's just go into the next side from here. You're going to just step your left foot between your hands. We're going to come into a lunge. So making sure that your left knee is right over your left ankle, scooting your right foot back as far back as you can so you're on the tippy toes of your back foot. And then drop your back knee down for the low lunge, Anjane Asana. Walk yourself up so that both hands are on your front thigh. Bend deep through your left knee. Draw your navel in, tuck your tailbone, press your torso away. Going for a little bit of a groin stretch here. You should feel a little groin stretch on your right groin muscle. This is also stretching the psoas, which is a muscle that starts at the top of our thigh and sort of connects down to our lower ribs. And breathe here. Good. Exhale. Release that. Both hands down to your mat, framing your front foot. You're going to keep your feet right where they are. Don't move your feet in this pose. You're going to walk yourself back, and as you walk yourself back, your left knee should straighten, and then you're going to peel your foot up so just your heel is on your mat. Coming into half splits, Ardha Hanumanasana. Good. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. Square your hips off first. Draw your toes back towards your face. Inhale. Lift your chest up, your heart up towards the sky, and then exhale, walk yourself down to your own degree, right over your front leg. And again, imagine that your heel is in the, in the 
in the sand on, the, on a nice good beach and you're going to try to create a divot in the sand by isometrically drawing your heel down into the sand and back towards you. Your heel's not going to move. It's more of like a energy that you're creating in your foot and you should feel a deeper stretch there in your calf muscle as well as in your hamstrings. And breathe here. Give me some deep, full inhales and exhales. Good. Exhale. Release that. Planting your left foot back down onto your mat. Lift your back knee up. Scooch it back just a little bit. Plant your hand, your right hand, into the ground, into the mat, right next to your left foot. Bringing your left hand to your left knee or thigh, and then pressing through your hand, twisting open. This is a great pose here. Just a little twisting motion and working your back out. And a great adjustment for this pose is to draw your shoulders back, lift your heart forward and through. You can stay here, or you can bend your back knee, reach back with your left hand and grab the outside edge of your right foot for the quadriceps stretch. <laughs> this is always an intense one, but a good one. It feels so good when you're done with it. Feel that openness there in your quadricep that we don't get to stretch that much because it's a hard muscle to stretch. Uh, you have to do this funky pose here just to find the stretch of that muscle. So. Good. Breathe here. If you're in that quadricep stretch, direct your breath to that muscle there. Direct that breath to that stretch that you're feeling right now. Deep inhale in. Exhale. Gently release your back foot down to your mat. Walking your left foot to the right. We're setting up for pigeon pose, runner stretch. Dropping your left knee down. Again, the more your knee is at a 90-degree angle, the deeper the stretch you'll find in your hip. Make sure your knee is just slightly outside of your left hip. I should have mentioned that before, that so it's not into the inside. It's sort of slightly outside of your hip there. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. You can stay here if you feel this already in your left hip, or you can exhale, walk yourself down, bring yourself down to your forearms here, and going for. Ekapada Rajakapatasana, Pigeon Pose. Walk yourself up, planting both hands down. Step your left foot back to meet your right foot, coming into downward facing dog pose, and then walk your feet up towards your hand, coming back into a forward fold where we started. Bend your knees and then inhale very slowly, vertebra by vertebra, roll up your spine until your head is the last thing to come up. And that is your stretch routine for runners. Enjoy. Thank you. And namaste.